Welcome to Candid Talks with Elder J. This podcast was designed to give you raw footage of real discussions with biblical solutions. Hope you enjoy. It seems like blessings keep falling in my lap. It seems like blessings keep falling in my lap. What causes trust issues with Christians? Now, we were first talking about us and God, but this time I'm talking about commitments on a human level. We're Christians. We believe in God. If it's God in you and God in me, I should be able to trust you. Why can't I? Why do we have trust issues or commitment issues when it comes to relationships, jobs, and people? Shared experience. Something that happened in the past. Like, say someone cheated on you, so you don't trust nobody else, period. So should you get into another relationship even though you don't? No, you got to heal first. Take care of that situation. That's what I think. It ain't ain't, ain't how. Hmm? I think that I want to raise the trust. Okay. I think when I think of trust, I think of emotions, and I remember falling off a bike when I was younger, and my pops would laugh, tell me to get up. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, it wasn't a sense of showing yourself or wearing your heart on yourself. It wasn't none of that. It was just, you know, you don't you don't reveal nothing, you don't show nothing, you don't trust nothing, and and as you grow older, you don't really you want to trust, but you don't really know how to. But move from trust to commitment. Why, why is it so hard for you to commit is the question. We talked about trust already, but now we're talking about literally committing. Relationship, job, uh, college, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is that you commit to. It could be committing to a workout plan, whatever it is. Why is it so hard to commit? Afraid of failure. Yeah, Afraid of failure? Okay. Restrictions too, like you don't want to be like if I commit, that means this what you this is where it is, this what you about. And there's an expectation there, like you said, and I also think of restrictions too, like I can't. It's only a certain level I can go beyond here, or a certain level I can go here because I made my commitment here, but this is where it's at. Maybe that, maybe there's a ceiling in that commitment that you know, what I'm saying in today's society, people don't like to be. Restricted, they restricted to do stuff that like ceiling. They want to be able to be free and do whatever they want to do. But commitment is also expectation of commitment. You ain't gotta meet that. Level. But I feel like if you want it bad enough, you would consider to. Well, you would commit to marriage if it's like it's all about the want at the same time. Like if you know that, for instance, if you know you want that yellow bike over, you're going to work hard to get it. Like it's all about a want. But everybody wants true love, but it's hard to commit to that thing. Ronell, keep putting. You all right? 
<laughs> true love, head down. What's going on? So I'm saying everybody wants true love. I like what you're saying, but I'm just trying to make sure it fits. You know, so everybody wants true love, but when it comes time to commit, people have a hard time. Everybody wants to be, you know, millionaires. Everybody wants money. But when it comes time to commit to the process for becoming a millionaire, committing to budgeting, committed to, you know, the sacrificial uh, saving and all that kind of stuff, people don't do it. So, but it's not that they don't want it. Hold on, let me hear end up empty handed I think commitments are costly. And, and many times we commit before we count up the cost. And then we end up breaking commitments once we realize exactly how much it costs us. And so oftentimes we find people who, you know, on the onset, yeah, I'm ready to commit. This is what I really want. And then when you start counting up the cost, you're like, man, I don't know. Right? And so even looking at Joseph, he is now, he decided, he did not break off the engagement, he decided, all right, I'm going to commit, I'm gonna stay committed, but why did it take him so so long to say yes? Why did he have to think about it? Why was it so hard? Because that commit was gonna cost him a lot of stuff. First thing is, is it makes him vulnerable, right? I don't, I'm not really understanding this, I know God spoke and everything, I know what she said, but none, all of this is completely foreign. Because all I see is a big belly and I didn't do it, right? So it's completely foreign. It's, it makes him vulnerable. It, it, it costs something. Uh, for you to commit, it costs something, right? Now, at the same time, Joseph committing means that he's got to protect his wife. He's got to protect his wife because, remember, he has not had uh, any type of sexual... He's not had sex with her, but she's pregnant. So... Upon her showing, again, they could stone her. So he's got to protect her even though it's not necessarily something that he was involved in. So it's not easy anymore. The relationship started off real easy. You know, I want to make an honest woman out of her. I want to, you know, you know, have a family, do this, that, and the other. Now it's completely different. The problem with uh, people and commitments is that circumstances change even though the commitment has to stay the same. So a lot of times, when you committed, everybody was happy. The beginning of the relationship, everybody was lovey-dovey, everything was wonderful, and then that same commitment has to stay there even though the you know, the circumstances change. Today you got on my nerves, but I still got to call you tonight. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that level of commitment was, or today, you said what? You ain't calling? 
<laughs> you know, or you know what? I don't want to be around you right now, but I still want to be around, you know, somebody of the opposite sex, but I can't because that commitment says that I stay locked in here. Whatever that level of commitment is, you know, or this job got on my nerves today. I'm frustrated, but I still got to come in here tomorrow if I want that check. Right. So commitment is easy when you start off, when you think about all of the good stuff. But then when you add up all the other stuff, then you start, you know, rethinking that whole level of commitment. It costs to commit to something. So the first thing was he had to protect her and people he had to protect her from being stoned because people would not understand the predicament. You got to understand and be comfortable with knowing that people will always try to kill what they don't understand. So you have people who have tried to kill your character, who have tried to, you know, kill certain things about you all because they don't understand you. Or they may know a part of your story, but they don't know all of your story. And so what do they do? They try to attack what they don't understand, right? So he tried, he had to protect her from being stoned. The other thing is um, that we already talked about how things are easy in the beginning, but then they become difficult. Um, if you really read the rest of the story, you'll find out that Joseph, while Mary was pregnant, they had to go out to um, back to his hometown. They go back to the hometown for a census so that he could be counted in the number, and they had to travel. Now, Joseph has, has gone down this road many times before, and it was easy when all he had to consider was himself. Now, he's got to consider his family. He's got to consider his wife who was pregnant with uh, Jesus. So uh, a lot of times when we're dealing with commitment, it's real easy in the beginning as long as we only consider ourselves, right? When you're considering what you want to get out of a relationship, what you want to get out of something, it's real easy to make that commitment. But then when you start considering those outside of yourself, it becomes a little bit more difficult. You ever found yourself in a relationship and you really don't understand, you know, why y'all arguing because you're trying to make everything go your way, right? And then when you realize that it can't just be about one person, it makes you have to redesign everything you ever thought about because it's not just about one person anymore. It's about two people becoming one, you know, for that relationship, for that marriage to work or that relationship to work. So the second thing about commitment is it makes you have to be unselfish and not just consider yourself, right? Then the other thing is the birthing pains that come from uh, commitment. There's a phase in commitment that um, if something beautiful is going to come out of it, it means that first it's going to hurt. You cannot have a meaningful, valuable relationship and think that you'll never be hurt. The whole concept of love Everything about love started with pain. The Bible says the, the greatest love that we've ever experienced is Jesus dying on the cross. Everything about that experience, that display of love was painful, right? And many people have a hard time loving because attached to love, there is some pain involved. My God, you all right? She's <laughs> And so in many, in many situations, the reason that people are, have a hard time committing to the process of love is because in that process, you're going to get hurt. 
You're going to try to do what you can for somebody else. You're going to try to be unselfish. And then there's a, there's a possibility because love is vulnerable that they will not return to you. I think um, Michelle said that earlier. I'm giving all of this. You were talking about school, I think you said, but I'm giving all of this and I might not get it back. There's a possibility that you can give all the love you can and somebody might not return it the way that, you know, that you brought it out. Honestly, that's one of the biggest problems with family is you give to somebody, you love them, you provide for them, and then when their time comes to be there for you, you don't always get it back the way that you gave it out. So what does it do? Even though you're supposed to be committed to loving them because it's your family, we back up. We back up on the commitment because what? I don't want to be hurt like that again. I don't want to be vulnerable again. And so it's not until you get through that, that painful phase that you realize that something beautiful is on the other side. Christmas came from a place of crisis. Jesus came on the scene in an unconventional manner. It messed Joseph up. I'm sure it messed Mary up. Like, how am I, how am I going to explain this? But the fact that they were able to ride through the process and trust God, Jesus was born, he was birthed, and out of that birth, it saved all of our lives. And so understand that if you stick to the process, if you stay committed, committed to your family, committed to uh, whatever is God-ordained in terms of relationships, committed to your job path, your career path, as long as it's God-ordained, understand that on the other side of that pain, something beautiful is going to be birthed from it. So that's the end. We're just going to have a word of prayer for those who are um, having a hard time committing to the process, committing to family. Uh, and maybe you feel like your family is broken. Maybe you feel like there are uh, personal things in your life that's broken and it's affecting your family. We want to pray for all of that during this holiday season, that this will be a better holiday uh, because now you are putting it in the hands of God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time where we can just kind of study your word, talk about it, and, and deal with it, and how it affects us, and, and what we would have done, and how your word reflects even in our everyday life. And Father, we acknowledge that there are parts of our personal lives that are broken. We acknowledge that there are parts of our family uh, that are broken. And so Father, we take all of the broken pieces and we give them back to you. We take all of the broken pieces, whatever caused it, um, the effects that came as a result of what happened. Father, we give it all back to you so that you can make a masterpiece out of our brokenness. We ask, oh God, that you would help us to always remember and celebrate the fact that you being born into this earth changed everything for our lives. Help us to always remember that Christmas cannot be about um, gifts Christmas cannot just be about, uh, you know, consumerism. Christmas cannot just be about, you know, the selfishness of what we will get from someone else. But we always have to stop and pause and thank you for this season. Because had you not come into this world, we would still have so many sins to account for. We would still have so many penalties that would belong to us. But because you came into this earth, everything changed. So we thank you for access, Father, to a greater life. We thank you for showing us righteousness in Joseph. We thank you uh, for showing the faithfulness of Mary 
And we, of course, ask that you would give us a righteous uh, encounter. Allow us to be able to live the way that you've called for us to live. Allow us to not always respond impulsively, but to wait and to try to hear from you before we make permanent decisions. Allow us to um, understand, God, that there is, uh, that if we have faith in you, we can get through anything. Your faith helps us to move mountains. Allow us, Father, to no longer have commitment issues, but to face them head, head on. And, Father, as long as you are a part of the process, we know that there is beauty on the other side of pain. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and amen. amen. Thanks for joining us today on Candid Talks with LBJ. We want to take this time to offer salvation to those of you who are unsure of your relationship with Christ and also for those of you who want a fresh start. If that's you, repeat after me. Lord, I'm sorry. Please forgive me for all of my sin. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe he died and rose again on the third day. I believe he lives today. From this day forth, I am a recipient of your redeeming love. From this day forth, I am saved. If you prayed that prayer with me, you are saved and there's nothing that anyone can do about it. Congratulations. Now you have an opportunity to support our podcast and community outreach efforts via Cash App at dollar sign RLC Movement. Help us spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Be sure to subscribe and share. And until next time, remember, you are redeemed. Peace.